My name is Steven Beckman. I am a target of COINTELPRO and gangstalking. Gangstalking is a discipline in the over 70-year-old COINTELPRO program um, with new capabilities. And thanks to George W. Bush in 2001 for signing the Patriot Act, COINTELPRO has been kind of reborn in this new format, which essentially lots of people are calling COINTELPRO 2.0. Now, I live in San Diego, and it's important to know um, that going through this program is even worse uh, in places like San Diego and lots of places where there's a large concentration of government personnel. Um, in particular, the reason why San Diego is so unique to go through gang stalking and COINTELPRO is because San Diego is home to the largest concentration of military personnel and Pentagon contractors in the entire country. So you can understand where that would get out of hand while going through this. Now, the reason for me being a target of gang stalking and COINTELPRO was for two reasons. Uh, one in particular is, I, since I've been a native of San Diego, living here for nearly 40 years, I... Um, Grew up in the area, and my family was very close to the military and law enforcement community. And unfortunately, in the 80s, uh, my father was a police officer for just a few years. Unfortunately, he passed in the line of duty. And um, a lot of people in town were, were thinking that my father left me a bunch of money. So when I was in my 30s, it would mature and I would get paid. And lots of the people I grew up around since, you know, I was like 16, 17, 18, 19... Uh, in the same community, who also worked in law enforcement and military capacities, uh, unfortunately used their positions and their job to try to extort me when they thought that money was coming to maturity. And once that happened, um, something else I came across, uh, unfortunately, was like a potential leak um, in regards to uh, the, the Bush administration at the time. I didn't know it was legit. I just thought it was something on the internet. I kind of passed by it in 2007 and kind of kept going on my way. Um, that struggle with local uh, police department, etc., trying to extort me and making life very hard for me locally, spreading rumors, etc., because cops are very allergic to jail. Um, people who were kind of peeping me after seeing that used this whole conflict as a means to... Um, put even more pressure on me because the information pertaining had to deal with uh, um, uh, George W. Bush and a John F. Kennedy Jr. plane crash. Like I said, I did, had no idea it was legit. I just kind of saw it and kept going all my life because, you know, who believes everything? But the second I brought it up while I was getting extorted by these cops because I didn't know what was going on, I just suggested maybe it's about this thing I saw on the internet a while ago. And immediately after I said that, the very next day, my life turned upside down. That's when the gang stalking began. That's when, you know, I had bank accounts locked down. That's when I got blacklisted. Like almost, I want to say, the next day, life became a nightmare. And it has been a nightmare for about nearly 10 years now. Now, this is a series of podcasts um, done at different times. Um, so there's different, I'll be at different states 
you know, sometimes we'll be super stressed out or whatever, because, you know, when you're going through this, you're going from trauma to trauma to trauma situation. You don't have a lot of time to think about things. So I'm getting this. So a lot of these podcasts I'm getting out while I just experienced a trauma, what have you. But I felt like it was important to record it while it was still fresh in my head. We will be going back over these things and re-recording them. And, you know, keep in mind, you know, I'm cutting myself open here a lot and getting very personal, very intimate, because there's just so much um, psychological torture involved and you trying to make sense of things. All these are all foreign sorts of behaviors you go through, something that a normal person doesn't experience. Um, now, for those of you who are listening and, you know, um, are throwing negative comments our way, what have you, um, you know, making claims, you know, that I'm guilty of a bunch of crimes. And that's why this is happening. I, I encourage you to learn the law, learn things like the statute of limitations, why there are three main classes of particularly, three particular types of crimes which have zero statute of limitations. One being any kind of sexual exploitation of minors, um, murder, and terrorism. So I encourage you to learn the law. Uh, before, you know, you guys comment, you know, us on YouTube or what have you. And I encourage you to try at, to try to contest claims on the documentary that I put out of the leak, which I saw, which you can also see at justiceforjfkjr.com. Our documentary is called Resurrecting Camelot. Um, lots of people are pro-Bush supporters, etc., that are harassing us online, but I do. I encourage you to see the material as to why I am in this abuse and, um, you know, contest it. I, I, I encourage you to challenge the facts before you hurl insults. Um, the main reason for this podcast is I hope you learn from me, um, and I appreciate all the people who have contacted me through Facebook groups, through you know, Twitter and DMs and emails and our website, just like you have no idea. I, I, I read all those things. Um, I, I recommend you definitely try to catch me on Twitter more than anything, but I, I appreciate all that stuff. I appreciate the phone calls I've had um, of people in, in different towns going through this abuse and sharing their experiences. And while, um, you know, the handful of people, I want to say five to seven people that have reached out to me, literally called me and wanted to talk about this. Unfortunately, not a lot of them are, are, very, are kind of spooked, but, uh, you know, I would, anybody willing, willing to um, discuss certain things about the the COINTELPRO 2.0 program and gang stalking, please feel free to reach out to me. Now, I have three particular... What do you call it? Tips for anybody going through this. And number one is to document your abuse. Get yourself a body camera. Get yourself a pen and paper. And document abuse when it happens, the time it happens. You know what I'm saying? Then cut that. Then then once you document and timestamp it, you know, at the end of the day, you need to chop up your clips and upload them. Upload them to multiple platforms. So in case someone hacks you one place, you have copies somewhere else. I also recommend you get a lawyer. So number two, get a lawyer. And memorize their number. You want to look for a human rights lawyer. 
or a constant or you know one that specializes in constitutional law human rights and uh, memorize their phone number because there's a chance that somebody will make a huge false claim about you to try to get you locked up temporarily and even though you didn't do it and they might drop the charges obviously let you out on your own recognizance that time in jail those that that the, the, you know while you're waiting to be arraigned or bailed out or what have you a lot of nasty and gnarly shit could happen aside from you needing a lawyer to prosecute these bullies and the third tip i want to give everyone listening is to monitor your health and i want to say every three months or so go get a full blood panel you know what i'm saying pee in a cup shit in a jar um you know get x-rays of sore spots in your bones or what have you like do all that get in get get in no don't get an mri every three every three months but monitor your health document it take pictures of that also upload that to multiple you know accounts so you can keep track of things that are happening give those to give the give your health uh stuff copies to your lawyer so you know if there's any sort of um medical malpractice because it will happen um, I definitely recommend those are the three tips. So log your abuse, get a lawyer, and monitor your health. I'd also like to say anybody who is trying to charge you for advice or help or videos or an ebook or a podcast subscription or what have you is selling snake oil. This is a very unique form of abuse and it's anybody who's actually gone through it and can and has given you legitimate advice understands that you will be made poor your financial opportunities will be dried up you'll be blacklisted they'll try to make you run through all your savings so anybody who is asking you to pay for this pay for tips pay for their audiobook even 99 cents um you know i i don't recommend doing it because it's most likely going to be false adv- false advice, and uh, you're already short on money as it is. I'd also like you to think of people who are also targets of this abuse that you come across and you vet and think they're legit, and not like some of the cops or federal agents or even you know some of the criminals and locals who participate in gang stalking and once you vet them think of them as your brothers and sisters you know think of them as like your soldiers next next to you it's important because you're going through something tough and your network is going to be severely uh strained and again i appreciate you listening to this podcast and again my name is Stephen beckman i'm the cen or the chief executive nobody of the mesh news of mesh news um, COINTELPRO is a side project, and Mesh News is a platform I had to create when I was stonewalled by press everywhere I went. If you're hearing this bumper on the beginning of the podcast and you've heard it before, I encourage you to fast forward uh, 11 minutes through because this is information that I would like to tack on the front of all these podcast episodes because it's essential and I want to drill this stuff into you. These are very core concepts before moving forward is to drill these things in your head. These are the realities of what's going on, how to frame your situation, etc. So if you keep hearing this intro over and over through all these episodes, you know, fast forward through 11, 12 minutes, and and then it'll bring you straight to the material. I appreciate it, and let's uh, get down into it. 
If you want to be versed in all things COINTELPRO 2.0 and the COINTELPRO 2.0 project, or if maybe you think you might be subjected to this abuse because you're thinking about leaking or blowing the whistle on something or speaking up about something in City Hall or abuse, etc., I recommend you go to our website, which is COINTELPRO, and then the number two, and then zero spelled out, Z-E-R-O dot com. You can catch our video companion series, which is videos with an S, videos dot COINTELPRO, the number two, and then zero, Z-E-R-O dot com, as well as this podcast series at podcasts with an S, podcasts dot COINTELPRO, the number two, and then zero, Z-E-R-O spelled out. Com. And I do recommend that you visit these URLs through using the DuckDuckGo browser. And I recommend using a VPN as well, because who knows with how watch lists are, etc. I wouldn't want to put more heat on you than there already is for visiting my material, since a lot of it is how to circumvent government abuse and methodologies that they use. I definitely wouldn't want to make your life more difficult. So please, please discipline yourselves and don't use apps to view my material. Uh, use the DuckDuckGo browser, which wipes everything clean every time you close the browser. And you can go to these URLs and listen and watch and read all this material while being safe, making sure you're using a VPN as well. This is the COINTELPRO. 2.0 podcast. My name is Stephen Beckman. I am the chief executive nobody of the Mesh News Project. And COINTELPRO is an offshoot of the Mesh News Project. The Mesh News Project was created because when I was trying to blow the whistle on quite a few things, all at once, you know, I came to realize, you know, like quite a few things was happening all at once and I had to talk to some people I mean I went to San Diego news outlets which is where we're based out of I went to LA news outlets which I was either stonewalled Mm -hmm. given the runaround or sometimes they wouldn't even let me in the building as if they knew I was coming when I was going to all these different media outlets to expose first of all the leak that I came across that I didn't even realize was a leak until I started talking about it some years later after I came across that leak. The fact that San Diego was being having their military industrial community purged very illegally, fucking illegal as fuck. The military was using military contractors and the cartels, uh, etc., to fucking push these people out of the community. Um, put a lot of the older retired military people put a lot of the older retired former military which live in San Diego in early graves because they were paranoid that these people who might have had jobs that were in sensitive areas etc were leaking information like you have no idea the, the, the fucking level of paranoia that went through this shit and then after they did that, essentially, uh, they just started building everywhere. And a lo- and then the friends of the main contractors that came through here um, got first dibs and 
for building contracts, etc. And they just started building shit or try to like pee on the place and essentially make it their own. <clears throat> it's just a little history there. Um, you can reach now the COINTELPRO project came out of the abuse I went under to first off silence me. And then second off, when I started going to the media, uh, my abuse got even worse. Just the most radical shit I never thought I would experience ever was happening to me as if I was in like a third world dystopia. But in San Diego, California, one of the most beautiful places on earth. So COINTELPRO resources were, were born. I appreciate you listening to the podcast series, watching the video series, going to the online guide. You can uh, you can uh, reach all those things by first and foremost. You can reach a podcast series just by typing in podcasts with an S, podcasts dot the number two, and then zero spelled out zero z e r o dot com. That's co- that's podcasts dot two, and then zero spelled out. Com. You can get to our video series at videos with an S, videos.cointelpro, the number two, and then zero, zero.com. Or you could um, get to the, the online guide at cointelpro, the number two, and then zero.com. That's all under the umbrella of the Mesh News Project, which um, we are. Uh, we we try to contribute to daily. You can reach the Mesh News Project at Mesh News M E S H Mesh News dot org. So cool. Now we got the plugs out of the way. Uh, my name is Stephen Beckman. I'm the chief executive nobody of the Mesh News Project, and we're gonna go ahead and talk about the Cinnamon Project. Oh no, sorry, not the not the Cinnamon Program. Um. So and now if you stuck with the podcast series and I hope you watch it in succession, this podcast makes sense and it requires some prerequisites. It's not like most of the episodes where I hopefully in my ADD ramblings put together a picture of everything and try to bring you up to speed. Um, but uh, you're going to need to, I would like to say, be a dedicated listener of this podcast um, if a lot of the things I'm about to say are going to make better sense, if you've read up on your abuse or what have you, you probably have some of these constructs already in your head, but this in particular, um, I believe you're going to need to, you know, um, have some of the, have some of this knowledge base, which I've taken you guys on a journey. So. With that out of the way, I do want to say if you um, are listening to this podcast and hopefully you've watched the listened to the first in this series that says start here, solve your problem. The same thing in our video series. We even put it at the top of our and we even put it at the top of our uh, website, the start, the start here video. And anybody going through this program, the 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 th- the the four things you need to work on, or you need to you need to you need to solidify. Well, the three things is to monitor your health, 
meaning continue to get blood work done to get um, other diagnostics going on because while you're in this program and being distracted by all the bananas crazy shit, what they like to do is slowly dwindle your health um, by slowly poisoning you with a myriad of things or even exposure to a myriad of things like gamma radiation or whatever because it'll put you in an early grave so and then you should find a lawyer hopefully you can find a lawyer try the ACLU if you don't have any um, if you don't have any money there's usually a local chapter or if you can find a pro bono lawyer if you don't have a lot of money because a lot of people in this program they get blackballed uh, so it's, it's you know everything is expensive um, oh, and first of, and finally, you need to get a all-day recording, hardcore, like, essentially find a, a body camera. Do you understand? Like, get a, like, a police recording body camera, one that will record for 12 hours at a time or what have you. Because, um, it's cool to have your phone camera, <clears throat> but... Sometimes things happen, you don't realize they happened. Or sometimes things happen, they happen so quick. You don't have time to whip out your phone, unlock your fucking phone, turn on your camera, what have you. So getting one of those all-day recording body cameras. And then just keeping like a little notebook in, you know, in your pocket, in your, in, your, in your pants pocket. That whenever something weird happens, you just mark it down on the fucking, on the little notepad. So when you go home to edit the video when weird shit happens... You can scrub fast to that time of the video. So maybe, you know, when you first start the video, you know, have the clock on your phone showing to the camera so you know when this started and what have you. And then I would even say every time something does happen, also flash the clock on your screen at the camera, your all-day recording body camera. So then it would be it's easy for you to scrub to that time Whenever something happens, don't put the don't put the um, incident times on your phone because that is always liable to be hacked. Put it on a little scribble pad, like a little pocket notepad. <clears throat> you know, get a little golf pencil and just timestamp whenever something weird happens. So, because you have no idea when you're, just know from personal experience. Even though I've gotten tons of my fucking cameras stolen or sim cards stolen or what have you because the people contracted to do this didn't want to trace i can tell you that it is a pain in the fucking ass when you've been uh gang stalked all day maybe you've been exposed to things maybe you've also had to react to being getting food poisoning or they're putting chemicals and shit in your food and you're really fucking tired but you have to do that video thing so i'm telling you that's a lifesaver. Huh, Jesus. So we're going to talk about the, the Cinnamon program, which often is confused for COINTELPRO, a.k.a. gang stalking. And why is it confused for COINTELPRO? Because it borrows a lot of the same attributes from the COINTELPRO program, believe it or not, lots of the disciplines and forms of abuse, etc., for the for the Cinnamon program, 
are all taken from COINTELPRO. And people who are in the know um, will sometimes try to figure out what program you're part of. People in the entertainment industry, believe it or not, I'm going to get into that. Just hold on to that. People in the entertainment industry and people also in intelligence, private intelligence, Pentagon industry. Also, because, you know, you need, essentially you need to understand you're somebody's work. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a... That's if you're in the COINTELPRO program, not just local gang stalking. But if you're in COINTELPRO, uh, your name will get passed around because there's around 10,000 people or so, you know, going through the program. There's not very many people, but uh, your name will get passed around or they'll check on you. And there's ways to check if someone's in the Cinnamon program or the COINTELPRO program. We're going to go over that. What is the Cinnamon program? Different shit like that. So, um, without further ado, so the Cinnamon program is basically a um, offshoot of COINTELPRO, but it's specifically targeted towards people who, uh, like Jeffrey Epstein types, you know, people who have a pedophilia itch, who are into fucking child porn, and all those other fucking gross things. Um, fuck, I'm trying to get my phones all done here so I can queue up the material. So, um, part of my abuse when this was happening was, uh, these assholes were trying to, essentially, they knew I was going to the press about what was going on. They were kind of freaking out. There are other people who also tried to extort me for some money at the same time. Um, if you've been following this podcast, this all makes sense to you. But so essentially I got put in COINTEL Pro. I was a flight risk for the cops and military people who were uh, essentially trying to extort me for some life insurance money. They got a tip I was coming into, but I was not. Um, and then that situation crashed into another situation where I, at the same time I had people watching me because I came across a leak in 2007 Mm -hmm. that I didn't even know was a fucking leak. I just thought it was just some asshole, like cool story, bro. You know? And then I just totally forgot about it. And then I, so I got some, I got some babysitters. And so when these assholes tried to rob me, that situation crashed into these babysitters, um, lighting my ass, uh, lighting my my world on fire because I I spoke just a hint of that leak I came across because I was like, man, I wonder why these motherfuckers are following me. Like, why are these people bothering me? Because at at a time I wasn't even know I was being gang stalked. I just thought I had these fucking weird, creepy people. Like I, lo- I was living in a fucking movie. It was just crazy. And, uh, the girl I was dating at the time, I didn't know she was like being used to be like an insider, uh, to, uh, you know, just to massage information to me, to whatever, kind of like debriefing me. And so I barely, I didn't even bring up the leak. I was just like, man, I wonder if it was like some shit I saw on the internet a while ago. She's like, what was it? I was like, just nothing. It was just, it's just something about 
families rising and falling. And then basically it was the, the stuff I talk about in the 2020 Vision documentary, which is posted at the top of our Twitter page. Um, if you want to watch the movie, it's 2020 Vision. So like 2020vision.movie. You can watch the whole movie. Anyways, about 20 minutes in is uh, there are our bit about JFK Jr. That was the leak I came across. And um, yeah. So that's eventually, that's essentially what got me into the program because the people who it was about, they were in the news cycle because they were one of the many Republican candidates running for president in 2015, 2016. Anyways, so these, these motherfuckers. So I have local cops and military people who weren't involved with that leak business uh, trying to rob me. And then that crashed into the other situation once I brought that shit up. And so the people who were watching me for a long time had to kind of like reveal themselves to everyone. Like, oh yeah, we've kind of been here. We've been kind of putting our people and bringing our people in town and shit like that slowly but surely in case this motherfucker, you know, put our dirty laundry out there. So it was in everybody's best interest to fucking get me to shut the fuck up or discredit me. And that's when I got introduced into the program. Especially after I started going to the press. So, I mean, they tried lots of things. They they, they did like a hatchet job on me. They they fucking blackballed me. Mm-hmm. They, they fucking they smeared my reputation. And then kind of communicated, okay, do you want some more or are you going to shut up? And I didn't shut up. I kept going down to L.A. trying to talk to different news outlets. So then they tried to put me in a, in a nut house. They tried to trick me into, they, they, they weren't taking my police reports. So then they said, okay, well, we'll take your police reports, but you gotta, this sounds all crazy what you're saying. Um, you gotta go talk to these people, make sure you're not 5150. So I went and the whole week leading up to that, these, these motherfuckers like gang stalked the shit out of me, gaslit me, exposed me to all sorts of horrible fucking things. Uh, to spook me, to get me to, like, tell this fucking, this psychoanalyst, like, you know, you know, because they were deep, they were live deep faking my fucking television and all sorts of shit. Uh, and, 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 like, my YouTube videos and shit. Like, you don't really realize how unready you are to fucking be watching live TV and then the fucking head turns. It, it looks, it's not perfect, but it's got like an uncanny valley look the the live version of a deep fake it still has like the whole uncanny valley like it's but it's still creepy as fuck to have that shit like talking to you trying to fucking wig you out like you're just not fucking ready for that kind of shit man i'm telling you dog you really have no idea the tools at the fuck at intelligence agency's disposal to absolutely fucking make you question your goddamn reality anyways so they tried that and then like then when that didn't work then these motherfuckers tried to um try to readjust my narrative about why they were doing this to me they're like look steve you didn't come across any leak all right there's no there's no corruption going on in san diego there's no abuse to people like what this is what this is is you uh what's it called they were trying to say, like, 
I, I, I was, I took, I downloaded a bunch of pictures, of a bunch of little kids and shit like that, like 20 fucking years ago. Right. And just so happens that they were watching me all this time. And then just now they decided to try to extort me and then try to put me in a nut house. And then when that didn't fucking work, uh, what's it called? Now they're going to reveal actually what was really going on. What was really going on was this is what they do to pedophiles. And maybe I don't remember it, but 20 years ago, I downloaded a whole bunch of child porn. I was into child porn or whatever. And at first I was like, fuck you motherfuckers. Like, get the Mm -hmm. fuck out of here. And then they just, they kept fucking hitting me with this, this narrative. Like, no, you don't understand. No, no, no. We have all the evidence. We know that you fucking did this. And then they would, they did all the sorts of crazy shit to me. They did that real time deep fakes. I mean, they were just telling me that the only reason why they would ever be torturing somebody like this is because like, I'm, I'm this big pedophile who fell through the fucking cracks. I didn't know that this was actually a rumor, believe it or not, that they were spreading about me since like 2007 because this, these military contractors who were fucking babysitting me uh, because of that leak I came across that was about the fucking Bushes and Cheneys were already priming my, my community, having cops and stuff like that kind of hint at that and spread rumors and, and shit like that, like way ahead of time. So... They were just like, we got all the evidence, man. Like, just just tell us you did it. We'll 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 fucking stop exposing you to this radiation shit. We'll stop gang stalking. We'll, basically, we just want to, you know, we just, you know, everything will just be better if you just admit to this, admit to this. And they started like painting a picture about my past, and fucking trying to like get me to, you know, be like, oh yeah, you know, I think I do remember something like that, whatever. And. They used this girl that I was dating as, like, this fucking, like, backboard. Like, she was going to be the communicators to these people doing all this creepy shit to my internet and my TV and whatnot. And, like, they started painting this picture of, like, my life. They they delved into everything that went on in my life. Like, they took me on this time machine from, like, when they started gang-stalking me. And they said, like, what, year by year, all these major events that happened to me. Because, like, the FBI has, like, your permanent record and what have you. And, like, they started feeding all this information, painting this picture to me. Now, what only thing that I could fucking actually, like, think of any way what happened. Because, like, you don't understand. When they're gaslighting the shit out of you, and they won't stop pumping a narrative at you, they make it, like, real. You have no idea. They, they, they make what they're trying to tell you real. They'll make you doubt yourself. They'll put you in these situations where you'll think your intuition was right or you think you remembered shit right, but you didn't remember. But, you know, then your intuition or your memory is wrong, but it's on purpose. Like they play all these fucking games with you. So they started like wearing me down into like believing this fucking narrative that I must have been some porn child porn kingpin in like 2000, like, you know, 2000, 2001 or whatever. And I was going back and I was just like thinking like, fuck, back in the day when the internet was a baby, mm-hmm. like I remember like I would see, I would watch like when you're, when you're like a 18, 19, 20 year old boy, like you're into th- like, especially on the internet back then, like I remember like 
finding these websites that would have a bunch of videos of people getting like their heads cut off and fucking chopped up and people getting like just really macabre things. It was like the same thing how on Reddit, remember on Reddit they 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 banned gore porn, like people getting cut up and dead people and people getting like fucked by horses to death and like just insane like shock like shock horror kind of horrible things. And my friends and I like unfortunately we had this macabre sense of like I guess like we were just numb to things. So they would send me these things and I'd find these things and we'd send them back and forth. We'd show people certain things. The same, think of it the same way as someone when you got introduced to two girls, one cup, right? And your friend's like, you got to see this fucking video. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's not like you're, you're not into eating, watching people eat shit and spitting to each other's mouth. Fuck, that's so gross. Just thinking about that fucking video. <laughs> Anyways, so I was starting to think like, holy fucking shit. Did I come across some shit or something back then while we were fucking scouring the internet for all these horrible things? And these motherfuckers think I want to fuck kids? Like, that was essentially where I, where I fucking got to that point. It was like, there's got to be some fuck. Because like, yeah. Anyways. So, like, I started, this this chick was playing this this game with me, and she was, like, being this go-between, and I really thought at that point, like, did I fucking come across some shit that, you know, I didn't even realize, or maybe I landed on a webpage where there was, like, chop, getting people chopped, heads chopped off videos or whatever, because some of those things were, like, gross things, like, I just don't even understand why I was into those things, but understanding that they had to ban the gore porn section from fucking reddit like yeah anyways it was like a shock thing it was like who could you shock with your friends so i thought i I probably came across some shit like that and that's why these like because they're telling me they wouldn't stop telling me this is what it was we have you on file we have it on record blah 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 so i was just like well fucking a i must have come across some shit if anything i can't think of anything but it was kind of fucking weird that why would 20 years later this all of a sudden become a fucking problem? But I didn't think that. All I know is that I was getting shot with by radiation. I had people gang-stalking me. Uh, I didn't know at the time these people were gotten in with my family mm-hmm. and shit like that. Because I guess the people who were trying to fucking extort me got some of my family members involved on it. And they were going to like split the money and as long as they fucking helped. And that's not too crazy to think like... Bro, even fucking, even Eminem can't even trust his own fucking mom. Like, people have scandalous family. Unfortunately, I have some really selfish fucking family. So, like, my family was corroborating this story that, oh, don't worry, this is just some, this is just, uh, what's it called? Like, they, they thought they were, they were, they were, they were going through the process and they were going to put me through behavioral change therapy for my fucking child porn addiction like bro these motherfuckers really just did a number on me i cannot believe how my own family stuck stuck a knife in my own fucking back because people don't people are allergic to jail and when you have military people and cops and shit like that trying to use these digital toys and shit like that to extort me telling me that they'll just leave me alone if if i pay them this money they know i have and i'm just like I don't have any money. Sorry. And literally these motherfuckers told me they were going to ruin my life if I didn't. 
This was before all this madness got crazy. But anyways, long story longer. I end up telling this girl, like, I don't know, maybe I came across it. Like, I didn't know how to communicate to this chick. Like, I don't know, me and my friends were really into watching people getting chopped up and set on fire. And so I, like, told this girl, I was like, I don't know, maybe for, like, research or something. I didn't know how to explain to this girl. Now, like, look, when I was 19 years old, I saw people getting fucked by horses and shit like that. Like, maybe I was, like, looking at some shit and I came across it. Whatever it is. So I told this chick, like about research maybe i don't like i couldn't because i couldn't wrap my head around why these motherfuckers thought i wanted to like have sex with children and they just shoved this shit down my throat but be while they were doing while they were making me run around crazy all over town people were like what's going on with this guy saying all these people are abusing him whatever and like cops and shit like that because cops protect their own you have no idea even corrupt cops they protect their own they went around corroborating the story that this was some child porn thing and like fuck like i didn't even know but when i was telling this girl like i don't know fucking research or something like that i didn't know that these cops and this girl and my family were already so the whole time that they were like making me run around town with my head cut off before i even got to this point this was before i even got fucking they tried to put me in a middle hospital twice and etc like these uh yeah they were telling everyone that what they were doing was this and to make matters even worse my family allowed these people to secretly record me because this was going to be their insurance how everyone was going to get off for trying to extort me what they were going to do was have court of public opinion fucking smear me with all this damning evidence. But people, so they went around showing people saying like, I don't know, evidence maybe or whatever. I don't even know what they showed people, but apparently there was this big scandal and then like motherfuckers just mobbed on me. And I, I get it. If all these cops are lying and shit like that, saying that, but so I had to do some fucking research. Because for a while there, they, they really make you feel like you did something wrong. They make you feel like you're guilty. You don't understand how far gang stalking goes. But I ended up doing the research, going out of my way to get to the bottom of these accusations that these cops were passing around town. I couldn't fucking believe it. They made me believe I did something wrong and I don't remember it, but so I was, so I got, it took me a couple of years to get all the different versions of this rumor. And some people are saying, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't child porn. I was sending pictures of my wiener to a bunch of high school girls that fucking never happened. Then they said they had this laptop full of porn that didn't happen. Then they, then these motherfuckers went through my storage, went through some storage unit that I didn't even know that even happened. And they found like a Polaroid of some girl. And then they started telling everyone that I I had a big stash of porn in my fucking storage unit. That wasn't true either. What was true was I was, when I was 15 years old, I separated from my parents and I had my own apartment and I had, you know, I worked two jobs. I worked at fucking Burger King and I worked at GameStop. And then I went to continuation school so I could keep my apartment and and pay my bills. And because I was a 15, 16, 17-year-old boy with no supervision, 
I had girls over and we hooked up when I was in high school and we took pictures and stuff like that, you know? And apparently this set of pictures was still in some box. I didn't even know next to like a, you know, a bunch of phone bills and shit like that from, you know, 97 or whenever. I lived in the same town my whole life. I mean, usually when I move from place to place, I get everything in my closet or like my to burn pile. I just put it in boxes and I threw it in a storage unit and I just dealt with it after I moved in. Like, that's just the way I've always done it. I didn't even know these things still existed. But these motherfuckers, they found these pictures. They didn't. I was also in some of these pictures, but they just took the picture of this girl and they went around town and they fucking these undercover cops mm-hmm. and shit like that fucking started showing it to a bunch of vatos and telling them that like I have this whole stash of kid po- kitty porn in a storage like bro they just you have no idea how far cops will go to protect their own even if they know it was because they were trying to do some illegal as fuck shit so these motherfuckers just destroyed like my my fucking reputation behind my back for years for fucking years while they are just literally burning my life down, keeping it in secret. So now I have all these fucking gangsters happy to participate because they think I'm a fucking kid fucker. So I didn't know any of this shit was going on behind my back and it got out of hand. But like I said, I, I, uh, what do you call it? I, uh, what do you call it? I did my own fucking research I first had to figure out all the rumors. So there was rumors about the the little kids, the the pictures of sending pictures of my wiener to a bunch of girls. That never fucking happened. Uh, there was there was rumors that you know this was George Bush coming to get me for making like a anti George Bush T shirt in two thousand and three or something. No bullshit. Like it got so there's so many different rumors in the rumor mill. Um, they said that it was you know because I fell through the cracks. Uh, you know, my, cause my father was in law enforcement, but by the time I even turned 18, literally all the people, cause my father passed when I was a really small child, really small child. They were all, they were all fucking retired. Like there was no, there were no, like we had no friends in the department. So that was still bullshit, but whatever. So I had to go around and literally with like seven minutes of phone calls, I got to the bottom of these rumors that they were a hundred percent bullshit because like, even I was curious, like really did i fall through the cracks blah 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 so um this is all prepping to understanding the cinnamon program but anyways so here i am calling the sheriff's department of riverside right because let's go all the way back to where the beginning of this so here's me calling the sheriff's department of riverside County Sheriff's Department. Please make your selection from one of the following options. For Central Dispatch, press 1. For Sheriff's Records, press 2. For the County Jail, press 3. For Court Services, press 4. For the Personnel Office, press 5. For the Executive Office, press 6. To repeat these options, press the star key. You have reached the Riverside County Sheriff's Department. Please make your selection from one of the following options. For Central Dispatch, press 1. For Sheriff's Records, press 2. For the County Jail, 
press 3. For court services, press 4. For the personnel office, press 5. Personnel. Yeah, hi. Um, I'm you guys a call because I had some people hassle me. I live in San Diego County. They said that uh, Riverside sheriffs were asking questions about me, but there's this weird thing where I moved to a different county, and so you guys haven't been able to reach me or something. So I was just calling the Riverside Sheriff's Department just to see if there's anything on file you guys need to talk to me about. I, I wouldn't know that about any of that here in personnel. Well, what department would I would I contact? Well, did, who's been saying that they're trying to reach you? Uh, I had some Vista sheriffs hint at it, but they didn't say anything directly, and uh, I just need to squash it because they're using this as some sort of rumor fuel, and uh, I just need to get to the bottom of it and see if it's legitimate. Um, I'm not real sure because I don't know if, if you just call one station in our county if anybody's going to know that. Okay. Um, is there any way to look at my name to see if there's anything you guys need me for? I do not have um, the capability of doing that, but I can transfer you to our records department and see if they would be able to look you up. Excellent. I appreciate it. Okay. Hold on one second. Sheriff's Department. Yeah, hi, is this Records? Mm-hmm. It's Warren's Records. How can I help you? Yeah, um, I live in San Diego. I had some uh, okay. Vista Sheriff's kind of hint that there was something you guys wanted to talk to me about or had on file for me, or that they couldn't touch it because it was a different county. And I'm calling to see if it's actually legitimate and they weren't just using it to kind of hassle me. So. Um, um, the only thing I can do yeah. is run your name for warrants. Cool. What's your last name? My last name is uh, Beckman. B E C K M A N N. Okay, and your first name and date of birth? Stephen. And my date of birth is 2283. You don't have anything with us, so, so I no, don't know. So this, there's nothing that the Riverside Sheriff's Department wants me for? No, because we only check for warrants. I have no idea why they, why anybody would go and question you or anything like that. We just check to see if there's any active warrants. Okay. So it's not on a warrant here. Maybe it's in another county, possibly, but not here. Okay. Well, it was okay. they, they said specifically Riverside County in the Moreno Valley area, but so that's why I contacted mm. you guys specifically. Yeah. Is there any way that I could leave my information in case there was other something pressing that might surface? Uh, no, we don't take information like that. I mean, um, we, yeah, I mean, as if there's a warrant that pops up, then we activate warrants for the county, but you don't have anything at this time. All right. So it's good to know okay. at least the Riverside Sheriff's Department doesn't want me for anything. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate Correct. it. Correct. Okay, you're welcome. Thanks. And then, you know, I proceeded to do the same thing for... Uh, San Diego County. I proceeded to do thing uh, for the Vista Sheriff's Department, Police Department. Um, gosh, hold on a second. This video loading pretty slow. 
Yeah. So there's a whole library. But then, like, you know, what about the statute limitations? <clears throat> so I went ahead and started calling the district attorney's office, which mm-hmm. I have a, com- a copy of that conversation. We'll just do a little bit of it. There's also some fantastical rumors that I'm escaping the... By the way, there's this. I, had, I made this whole website like kit because so many people in town were passing around these rumors about like all sorts of shit. So I literally searched this shit down. I, I called every DA to, to see if there was ever anything on record that I... Because they were passing around this rumor like, oh, well, the reason why this is a case 20 years later is because, you know, I passed statute of limitations or whatever. So I was like, you know what? Less, I'm going to see if that shit is cap. Like, I'm going to see if it's fucking cap or, or if it's legit, you know, that these, that they have not filed. So I called the fucking DA's office for every County. Here's just a little mm-hmm. bit here. I'm going to fast forward to that shit. San Diego's. For calls relating to domestic violence, child abuse, and elder abuse matters, press 3 or call 619-531-4300. For administration, fiscal, and personnel, press 4 or call 619-531-3544. For extraditions, press 5 or call 619-531-3544. Four zero eight zero. To hear these options again, press eight. For all other inquiries, please remain on the line for further assistance. Yeah, hi. Um, who would I be transferred to to see if there was any case that lapsed thanks to um, uh, statute of limitations? That lapsed due to statute of limitations? Got it. 
Um, well, it's it's actually just a, a personal matter. I've had some. I'm a San Diego resident, and um, been getting har- harassed by some locals, and they were told they were informed that the reason why that they're harassing me and is because local police told them that I escaped charges on a child pornography case because of the statute of limitations. This is news to me, but unfortunately I have to live here. So I'm just calling to see the validity of any of these claims because, you know, I I, I got to deal with my neighbors every day, and that's a pretty strong accusation. Yeah. So you just want to see if there's something on you? Absolutely. My last name is Beckman. That's B E C K M A N N. Man. Beckman. The first name is Stephen. S T E V E N. It's February 2nd, 1983. Excuse me? Excuse me a second, why take a look? No problem. On a parking, like a like a traffic thing, or yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. All right then. Um, so you're saying that there's no pending child pornography case on me that I'm unaware of. Okay, and there's nothing in the past you see of that you guys have record of. Anyways, that's. I'm sorry that was so quiet. You're gonna have to crank up your 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 uh, headphones or however the fuck you're listening to this. But you know, I did that same process for literally every city I've ever lived in, and I called whoever the DA was responsible for any of that shit. But then I re- did research further. There's no real like it's the child pornography is like murder. You can't like there's extended statute limitation. Like they will fucking get you. You know what I'm saying? So that was a whole bunch of bullshit. But like I said, they gaslit the fuck out of me. They fucking burned my life down. And then while I was looking for answers, just handed me this thing telling me like, just just to admit to it, man, like your life will get like, 
it's crazy, but it doesn't exist. Like I literally did. I went under. I went and looked under every fucking rock. None of these things exist. All it is is a bunch of fucking rumors. And I started sending my family members this. I started sending friends these things. Like, bro, what do you have to say about this? Because I understand that you stopped talking to me. You were telling people this is all true. Then they just made up another story. It, and that's the beautiful thing is I found out is when people realize that they were abusing you and that they were wrong, they will then invent a new reason why you must have deserved it. It's crazy. Then it went to, oh, I'm a fucking rapist. And then it went to, uh, I'm a bigot. Like, then they just kept finding new reasons. But why this is important to the whole cinnamon program is I went and did some further diving. And then I even had some help by the same, well, not the same, but the same people who knew about me in my area of why I was going through this. And they said, there's this thing called the cinnamon program. And all those abusive things that I was saying that happened to people in the COINTELPRO program and people of gang stalking, when it comes to the point where they're going to program then like in our last um, conversation, when they're going to program, I guess, a new language into um, a target, specifically people who, because they, 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 do the, they do quite a few things that are in the COINTELPRO program to people who are like child molesters and shit like that before they before they end up prosecuting them and sending them to jail there's like this roast period where they fucking torment them and then they get to go to jail i didn't even know this was a thing but i guess the feds have been doing this shit for fucking years and they use a lot of the disciplines from the cointel pro program to fuck with these fucking kid fuckers and so what these motherfuckers tried to do as cover to cover their own asses because, like I said, cops and these military fucking people in town are allergic to jail was to say all these things that you're seeing because there's people I was reaching out to people in the entertainment industry, etc. to try to like shine a light on what the fuck was going on down here. Like, no, 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 bro. It's the cinnamon program. It, he, he's, he's a fucking he's a he, he's a he's a fucking kid fucker. And I, I didn't know that's what they were telling everyone. But apparently that's a real legit thing. Now, when I, in the last podcast, I was mentioning how they program a language into you. Well, believe it or not, how how you're programmed tells other people who are in that, you know, like intelligence space, etc. How you're programmed to communicate lets people know either somebody you this happened to you because of something you did. Or somebody, or not even something you did that somebody paid to have this done to you, and people who are paid to have this COINTELPRO stuff done to them, they're programmed to only speak in opposites. People, um, if if it's a private contractor, if you're if you're a government target, you're you're only trained to speak in forward, like you only speak, you know, you just you just speak in double speak, but it's not double speak plus in reverse. But people who are in the cinnamon program, actual fucking kid fuckers, are only taught to speak in sideways. Do you understand? Like, so whenever I, whenever they communicate something, it's always one thing over. If they're talking about the president, they really mean the vice president. If they're talking about your mom, they really mean your dad. It's one over. Do you understand? So everything that they're saying, because it'll be, they'll trauma program 
they will literally re-trauma program everything they say. They'll do it sideways. And it, and it lends itself from a person who, in the early parts of the internet, was synonymous for child porn, this guy. And how he, what he would do was take pictures of himself, him and little kids, and how he thought he was going to... He, and he uploaded these pictures to a bunch of websites. Believe it or not, this is where the whole cinema program originates from, is this one guy that they caught. And what he would do is, do you remember those face warp programs back in the 90s? Where you'd like, oh, do a little, you know, make your face like uh, have a big nose or you can swirl your face. Well, he used one of those programs to swirl his face and all the pictures of him and little boys and shit. So how the police ended up finding out his identity, so they just reverse swirled the fucking photo. But he was, they thought it was so funny and so dumb how he thought he was just going to evade the fucking law. Um, that they literally, when the Contel Pro 2.0 program came out, they literally updated that shit to uh, themed after that moron. So that's why everything is only sideways because it's like twisted. Do you understand? And believe it or not, the Saw movie series is based off of the abuse that they do to those motherfuckers, which is why the Saw character with the mask has the swirls on it. It's lending itself to that guy. Believe it or not, it's this giant inside joke I didn't even know about. So they were trying to tell everyone that I was in the Cinnamon program. And uh, that's what you're seeing. He's not hes not a whistleblower. It's just that. Because this information pertained to the Bush and Cheney's, they have so many friends in the fucking entertainment industry, you have no idea how connected they were. So when it got to the point where people were asking questions, they would just come up with all these lies. You know what I'm saying? And there's a lot of, there's a lot of um, intelligence insiders in the entertainment industry. Um, and... Well, I didn't know as they got to the point where they were hooking up cameras to a red room. If you don't know what a red room is, a red room is a dark web place where you can go and see somebody getting fucked with live. Um, they would hook up cameras to a red room and broadcast this out to people. And a lot of these entertainment industry people, because uh, like I said, I was reaching out to people in that industry um, thinking like well the news isn't going working so i was like hitting up producers and all sorts of shit like that they needed to cover their tracks so then they started giving people a link to this and saying you know because it's widely known even though it's dark and macabre i mean they're fucking child fuckers so i mean like who cares if that happens to them but specifically it's only they they only train those people i guess trauma train them to speak sideways and whatever i didn't fucking know that whatever so but they tried to paint me as that because people were asking questions so then they needed to create this whole fucking thing it got it got really out of fucking hand but that's essentially what the cinnamon program is <clears throat> and then also there is now i downloaded it because i was going to put it in this podcast motherfucker i got the uh image on my phone do 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 ah Anyway, so there's on then there's also that man boy lover symbol. I don't know if you're if you look into that Pizzagate shit on the internet, but uh, that's also a triangle with a swirl in it, and that's actually the FBI created that to like lure people in to see how deep that shit went. So they created their own special symbols and everything, and they dispersed them within that community. 
but that's also a joke lending itself back to that guy who thought he could evade capture by swirling his photos. So then they created this whole like Epstein kind of subculture where they pretended like this is the symbol and blah, 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 that we're going to use to communicate. And it was really a bunch of feds for uh, like creating this kind of fake culture. And so there's all these kid fuckers passing around that, that triangle swirl symbol. They don't realize that it's actually a a FBI joke about some dumbass who tried to swirl out his fucking picture out of some photos. But essentially when the saw movie series first came out is because like, from what I'm understanding, they get real crazy with the shit that they do to these fucking pedos. And it's all under the cinnamon program and they do very similar things. Some similar thing has some similar things. The smear job, not necessarily, um, which obviously these motherfuckers should have thought about, but whatever. But the the abuse and programming and isolation and all those other things are very similar to the COINTELPRO program. So, yeah. So if you're ever in common contact with that, that person would, and like I said, they train they these motherfuckers in the COINTELPRO program. If you get down further enough down the fucking totem pole. They tried to train you to speak in a certain way or whatever because then they're going to use you to be like a fucking courier or whatever. And they abuse you if you don't s- learn the syntax and what have you. Um, but how you tell the difference of was this a corporate target is if they only speak back to you in reverse or the things that they mean in reverse and they'll prime the conversation beforehand to let you know. Or But people who are fucking kid fuckers, they only talk sideways. Whereas if you're a government tar- a target, you just talk in doubles. You just talk in double speak, but it's not double speak and backwards. And I know that all sounds fucking crazy, but dude, like you're just not on the inside. You don't fucking know. <laughs> like you don't fucking know. But what's it called? The. Uh, but believe it or not, people who are in the intelligence agencies, they know about the the front words, backwards, and sideways speak, and they use that stuff all interchangeably. So in one conversation, because Believe it or not, a lot of this, these means of talking, uh, the intelligence community created so then they could pass sensitive information in plain sight, uh, these methods. And then they, but they also use people in the COINTELPRO program, especially when they're at the bottom of the totem pole, to, because this, the, the, the intelligence agencies like the fucking Indians, they will just use every part of you. But how they can tell the difference is if you're being talked to straight on, it means you're a federal target. If you're being, if you, if they, that person ends up talking back to you, if they, you know what I'm saying, if you hear about, oh, this guy, he's a, he's a courier or whatever. If he talks to you in reverse, that means he was a corporate target. If he talks sideways, that means that you were a fucking kid fucker. But people who are in the intelligence agency, they speak all three of those at once. So, and during the conversation while it's happening, they will prime using cues to let you know, okay, I'm about to talk sideways. Now I'm about to talk backwards. Now I'm about to talk forward, but it doesn't even matter because like I said, they can change the associations of the colors and the symbolism and the words. And, and there's different syntax, meaning like if I say whale in San Diego, and then I say whale in New York, it means two different totally things. Whale in San Diego could just mean like a tail, but then whale in New York could mean, you know, just because a whale is gray, you know, and then what does that have to do contextually with the conversation? 
But it's important to note that the cinnamon program exists. And what they tried to do to me, considering the shit that I came across, who was who it was about, they fucking freaked out. And then they tried to spread this rumor that I was a member of the cinnamon program shit. Thank fucking God I had these uh, Pentagon uh, contractor uh, fuckers and these other uh, intelligence agency like veterans like help me through this shit, dog. Like. Bro, you have no fucking clue. But that's the Cinnamon program. Don't get it confused with the COINTELPRO program. It's called Cinnamon on purpose because it's a little swirl. And like 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 a Cinnamon Cinnabon, you know what I'm saying? Like a Cinnamon roll, it's swirl. And that's why it's called the Cinnamon program, or at least the nickname for it. Also, because the, the, the fucking kid fuckers talk sideways, they also talk in synonyms. Do you understand? Synonyms. Because that's part of talking sideways. Um, because when they say things, they actually mean the thing next to it or one over kind of thing. But that's essentially the sentiment program. And uh, hopefully you learned something, I guess. Open some, uh, open something for you. And maybe you got a little history into some, into like an inside joke in the intelligence and federal law enforcement agencies. So, Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that's the Cinnamon Program. My name is Stephen Beckman. I'm the Mesh News CEN. Check out that website where I fought, where I fucking proved my innocence. I went down the fucking path at No Stephen Beckman. That's N K N O W S T E V E N B E C K M as in man A N N two N's. No Stephen Beckman dot com. Uh, thanks for listening to the podcast, and uh, hope to catch you guys on the next one. Thanks a lot, you guys.